to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have the one, the only, Dennis Prager. He joins us in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you that uh, you want your house to feel cozy and at home all year long, right? But there's something about this time of year. Can you believe it's November 1st already? No. Yeah, November 1st. It it was like Halloween was just yesterday. Anyway, (laughs) you want to make sure that if this... That's a dad joke, isn't it? It That's a dad joke, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, um, you want to make sure your home feels cozy and warm, but this time of the year... You really want it to feel that way as you start to welcome in family. Blinds.com believes that ordering online doesn't mean sacrificing style or service, and this is the easiest and most inexpensive way to update your home. You can get the latest styles of curtains, shades, shutters, a whole lot more. Plus, if you need help selecting what you want, they have design experts that can do live consultations. They're really good, and they're free. You need help with measuring or installation. They got you covered. No hidden fees or missing uh, misleading quotes. No showrooms or retail markups. It's just the good stuff at a great price. It's blinds.com. Save up to 40% site-wide. Now through today, all Roman shades are 45% off. The sale ends today, so don't miss out. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dennis Prager, my friend. How are you? My standard answer for the last few years, since I'm asked it a lot doing a talk show, as you, as you well know, my standard answer has been better than my country. Okay, well, you have a lot of downer that is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great So response. let me ask you, Dennis. Uh, the- yeah, wait, wait, wait. I want to pull over that. It is a downer. <laughs> I agree with you. But it, it, the... The problem is, it's true. I know. <laughs> it is It is crazy how fast we have hit the skids here. I mean, it's, it is getting faster and faster every day. And I think, God's, I think God's protection has been removed. And we're just going over a cliff. Well, you know, we're both religious men, and I... Uh, I just completed the third volume of my five-volume Bible commentary, so I'm into this stuff. Yeah. It's an interesting question about God's protection. Uh, I have a slightly different view, and I'm very God-centered, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, I believe that God gave us the formula for a good world, mm-hmm. and if we screw it up, he allows us to do so. Correct. So I, I, I don't know how much he is the actor. I know. Look, uh, why? So wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah. I, I want to make sure because that sounds like a deist point of view that God's oh, a no, watchmaker no. Okay, and just good. hands off. Fair, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. OK, it's a very fair question. I, I am the opposite of a deist. God knows me. God knows you. God judges me. God judges you. God cares about our uh, activities. Uh, God, uh, in his time, intervenes. 
but I, I cannot rely on his intervention. Oh, no. Given that that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That so so let me let me see if we're saying the same thing, because I believe that unless we are, you know, it's it's like God, God's like the ultimate dad just saying, hey, look, my house, my rules. Uh, and, you know, that's going to leave a mark. Don't 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 run down the stairs. You're going to trip and you're going to fall. It's going to leave a mark. And then you just keep doing it and you trip and fall. And your dad is there to comfort you and make you feel better. But he's not going to save you from doing stupid things. And until that's we okay. recognize that's, that's, that's what right. we've done and apologize and humble ourselves, he, there's nothing he can do because we need right. to feel no, the pain no, of our we, own actions. Right. That, that's exactly that's exactly right. So ni- neither of us is a deist. It's a God <laughs> who, who knows what is happening. Right. Uh, but my 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 major message of all of my life, because every so often I sit back on my show and I reflect. So what have I what have I really pushed for the last 40 years as a talk show host? And I have an answer and I've been giving this answer all, all of these years. My primary message is you need to know the consequences of secularism Mm -hmm. and that too few religious people are making that case. They make the case for faith, but they don't make the case for the consequences of secularism. And I have found that that is a more effective way of intellectually winning people over to a God centered life. Make that case. Yes. So, Actually, there's a line from Chesterton that summarizes it. There are many different ways of putting it, but here's one. When people stop believing in God, they don't believe in nothing. They believe in yeah, anything. Right. And we are living that anyone who says men give birth is an ode to the, the power of religion. Hang on just there's a no second. Religious- Hang on just a second. I have to play something that we found. We've had it in our archive. We played it at the time. And it is so appropriate to play right here. Here's Dennis Prager. What was it? Five years ago? Uh, yeah. Play the uh, clip. You know, Bill Maher? Yeah. Bill Maher? Listen to this. Okay, These are giant left-wing lies. We're talking about degrees. To say that men can menstruate is a lie. And that is now, that is what is said. Check it out, folks. Check it out. I think, I think Anyone who says a man wait, cannot wait, wait, menstruate wait, is considered transphobic. I, I, I missed this whole story. Yeah, you did? I did. No, tell me where, so where are you getting it. this? Just Google it. Can men menstruate? Who, who is saying this? You're who talking is saying about a very small no, percentage. Oh, really? Then how do you allow men, biological men, to run against women in, in the races in Connecticut and set all the high oh, school oh, records? Okay, I know, but that's... Oh, they're, they're called men. No, no. The Nation see, magazine I wouldn't, said they're, they're, okay, they're women. Okay, Stop. Would, Here they are making fun of you, Dennis, just a few years ago. And we've been saying these kinds of things... From the beginning, and I want to know from you, what are your thoughts on, they go from laughing and saying that's ridiculous, to then being the ones that line up and say, you're a transphobe, and doing exactly what you predicted. It shows you the speed with which a a brainwash, when people don't have a 
a foundation of reality can take place. It, the speed, this was, by the way, you said five. I just want you to know it's exactly three years ago. Oh, my it gosh. It was November, three November 2019, ago. right before the lockdowns. Oh, my That's gosh. That's it, three years ago. I was, I was laughed at on national television because I came up with this absurdity that men, that people say men menstruate. And, and now, as I pointed out, as you just pointed out, if you if you deny that men menstruate, you're a hater. So the, there are so many lessons here. First of all, as I, I wrote many years ago, the left keeps me religious. My my road to God is is not the the typical one. Uh, the consequences of the death of God make me more religious than than any specifically religious thing in it in and of itself, other than the study of the Bible, which is why I'm writing my Bible commentary. But uh, uh, that's that's what has. Re- and let me put it to you this way: if if the anti-religious left, which and the left since the French Revolution has hated religion, uh, if the anti-religious left produced good people, rational people, fine people, a world of of goodness and and gratitude and all the good things, I would find my religiosity challenged. Because I, I would say, look, the people who hate religion produce such marvelous results. But the fact that the people who hate religion are sick puppies and bad uh, in, in most cases and are utterly destructive since. And the you're not you're not talking about you're not talking about necessarily atheists. You're talking about people no. who hate religion. Yeah, that, that's correct. They yeah. were wonderful atheists. That's right. Exactly right. Absolutely. And there were some uh, not, not so terrific or religious people. Yes. But the, the but here here here's another way of putting uh, my answer to your question. The there is no wise secular institution and the most absurd secular institution is uh, the university. The university is proof that the death of God leads to idiocy. It, it is. You're right. If you don't believe, I mean, Nietzsche said this, you don't believe we've killed God. God's dead. Be careful because right. people are going to have a God right. and we are now worshiping. Uh, I think we are on the verge of actually satanic worship. I mean, it, it's coming. There was this video. Do we have that video from yesterday? Um, there's this video out of Texas where there was this, uh, I don't know, street fair and the Texas uh, Satanic Temple was set up and people are getting unbaptized. And as they do it, the guy says, pray Satan. And they, the guy receiving the unbaptism saying it right back to him. It's nuts. Well, you know, one doesn't even have to believe literally in Satan. Right. You uh, use, use the term to describe the uh, removal of girls' healthy breasts because they say at 18 or earlier that they uh, that they are a boy. It, it, th- that I, I have to admit, as a religious Jew, Satan uh, is not something that is part right. of normative Judaism. Right. However, I, I have come to take the idea at least seriously because there's no other way to explain the evil that has overtaken children's hospitals. 
Yeah. The medical profession is not the friend of my society, and it is, mm. it is now abusive of children in a way that no one could have imagined 10 years ago, let alone 50. That they, they are, the number is now, what is it, between the ages of 17 and 25, we're approaching a half million kids who say they are the other sex. You can't be the other sex. I mean, the enormity of the evil is only equaled by the enormity of the lie. It is. It's remarkable, uh, Dennis, this this happening um, in our medical community. And that's not the only thing they're talking about. You know, how can I treat a hater if they come in to receive treatment? If they haven't had their vaccine shots, we should let them die. No treatment for them. I mean, we are seeing the beginnings of the stuff that happened over in Europe a century ago. And, and, it's, and, and the same people are doing it. The, the, the medical establishment and progressives are going right down the same, the same place, the same road. That's, that's, so it would appear. Uh, it's very painful to me. I have a, a wonderful brother who's a professor of medicine at an Ivy League university. He's a very, very good man. So it's very painful for me to attack the medical profession. Doctors have saved my life. Oh, yeah, me they've too. Saved, they've saved, yes, exactly. Uh, so I, I can chew gum and walk at the same time. But the profession as such is so corrupt. Uh, the American Medical Association has announced, the American Medical Association, I repeat, has announced that the sex of a newborn should not be listed on the birth certificate because they, they, they have now subscribed the American Medical Association to the notion that human sexual identity is non-binary. I mean, it's so dangerous. And, well, it, it's it, dangerous is an understatement. We're, we're entering the realm of the preposterous as normative in the sciences. But why that does that? Why is that more than dangerous? Because I describe it as dangerous. You say it's more. What What happens if that if we go continue yes, down no, this that's line? Very fair. What, what is worse than dangerous? A- actively destructive. Yeah. It, it, dangerous is you know uh, if you uh, if you go through a red light, but if somebody now manipulates the lights to be red when they should be green, that's active destruction. The medical profession is engaged in active destruction. Yes. All right. But back with um, Dennis Prager, he's got a new book out, the Rational Bible series. Um, He's going to talk to us about the book. And I don't know if he if he even knows this. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams were writing back and forth to each other. They were old and gray. And one of them wrote and said, this thing isn't going to last. And the other said, yeah, I know. But when that happens, the people will see what we were trying to do. We left out too much of this and they'll put it in. They'll see it and they'll know that it's missing and put it in. Most people don't even know what that book is. Dennis will explain when we come back in 60 seconds. All right. As you're trying to save money any way you can, sometimes it's hard and it it means holding off on things that you really want to buy or you really want to do. It means sacrifice. And I know that's a dirty word to many Americans, 
But sometimes that's what you have to do, and it's good for you. Sometimes you just want something that will save you money without you having to do anything at all as well. And that is upside. They can save you money on things like gas and groceries. And if you want to go out for dinner, all you have to do is download it. It's free on the, uh, the app app. And you just go in. That's right, isn't it? It's the applications app. So that would be the app app. Hmm. Right? Never really thought of naming that thing. Just Anyway, um, you go to the app app and you get the upside app at the app app. And then you just check in at the business, and then when you pay, you get paid. It's easy. Yeah. You'll feel the results right in your wallet. I use the Upside app. Uh, yesterday, I got 35 cents off a gallon on gas. When I Did you up. really? 35 cents. Per gallon. Per gallon. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah. That's the free Upside app. Get it now. Use the promo code Beck. Get 25 percent or more. 25 cents or more. Stu got 35 cents yesterday. Uh, you can get it for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. Use the promo code Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Um, scholars went back years ago and they tried to figure out who, who really influenced the founders and our founding documents. The number one source was the Bible. Out of that, by far, the number one source was Deuteronomy. Uh, we have uh, our good friend Dennis Prager, host of the Dennis Prager Show and founder of Prager University, uh, here to tell us all about Deuteronomy. It's uh, from his series on the Rational Bible, the Rational Bible, Deuteronomy. Welcome, Dennis. Well, it, it, it's, uh, I'll begin at the beginning, the I have a statement that you'll find, you, you, Glenn, will find of particular interest, I think. And this is the way I put it. I don't believe in the Torah. That's the first five books of the Bible. And they're, they're considered first among equals uh, in, uh, in Judaism. The whole Bible is, is holy, but the first five books have a unique significance. And and they did to Jesus as well. Jesus cited Deuteronomy right. the most outside of Psalms. And uh, the, the founders cited Deuteronomy uh, more than any book. Second place was Montesquieu, the French Enlightenment mm. th uh, thinker. So mm. it's even more than secular work. So oh, yeah. here's my saying. I don't, I don't believe in the Torah because I believe in God. I believe in God because I believe in the Torah. Uh, the first five books, which have everything that is ultimately to follow, love your neighbor, love God, the Genesis, uh, the Exodus, the Ten Commandments, the Garden of Eden, it, it's all there in the first five books. And if people understand them, they will take God and, uh, seriously, and they will gain immeasurable wisdom. So it's been my life project, since I know biblical Hebrew very well, it's a blessing in my life. Uh, to write a commentary on the first five books. Genesis and Exodus are out, and now Deuteronomy has just come out. So, um, Dennis, the, when the, the two founders were saying we missed too much Deuteronomy, we didn't put enough Deuteronomy in there, we've got about 90 seconds before the break, and then we'll come back and get you know, some more insight. But um, what do you think they were talking about? 
Deuteronomy has the most laws in the Torah. All the laws of the Bible are in the Torah, the first five books. There are 613, to be precise. And Deuteronomy has approximately 240. Uh, It's Moses' summary of everything that transpired, both the events and the theology, uh, and, and to cite a third, even though I use the word both, of the, uh, the summary of these laws. And when we come back, I, I, will, I will give examples. Well, I'll give one now because we, ha- we have the time. There's, there's a phenomenal statement. If you seek him, you will find him. Uh, that alone is worth the, the reading of Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. And you see, pe- people think that faith comes to you sort of like falling in love. You'll fall in faith. Uh, there is nothing worthwhile in life that you don't have to work for. And that is therefore one of my favorite lines in Deuteronomy and in the Bible. If you seek him, you will find him. If you don't seek him, you won't find him. Are there people who somehow had their road to Damascus? Yes, I believe that. But uh, We have Dennis Prager. More with him in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So the government is basically doubling down on their bad fiscal practices, driving the country further and further towards the edge of the cliff. Uh, We have a third of our businesses cannot make rent in the last month. A third of American small business. That is, uh, that's real trouble, gang. Real trouble on the horizon. So you got to save money however you can. Now, the people who call American Financing and do business with American Financing are saving, on average, $695 a month, almost $700 every month. Would that help you in your current situation? Look for consolidation loans or, you know, just a lower interest rate locked in on your mortgage. You don't have to... You don't have to pay all of that interest on those high credit cards. You can pay them off and put them in a consolidation loan at 5% instead of 20%. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. The best election night coverage is on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So many of our laws, so many of our Bill of Rights, our Constitution, the the right to a fair trial is even in Deuteronomy. Um, That's where we get a lot of our laws. Dennis Prager is with us. He has the rational Bible, Deuteronomy. Um, I've got a ton of questions for you, and we've got about 12 minutes. Um, Tell me what you think the most important message is for Americans to hear at this time. So aside from the Ten Commandments, which Moses repeats, God gives them in Exodus, Moses repeats them in Deuteronomy, my view, excuse me, my view is that if uh, you wanted to fund the police, there's a very simple way to do so, have everyone live by the Ten Commandments. Correct. My, my, My life is sort of devoted to spreading the Ten Commandments. It's the best code of morality ever developed. But uh, if I had to choose one, here's one. 
you cannot favor the poor or the rich in judgment. And uh, the reason I isolate this as so significant is that it teaches the difference between justice and social justice. Mm-hmm. They have nothing in common. Nothing. If if they were where the is that in Deuteronomy? Thing, I've got to look that up. Where is that? Yeah, one one seventeen. What is it? What was it? One chapter one uh, verse 17. seventeen. Got it. Okay. Do not show partiality in judgment. So uh, and and previous to this, uh, it was said do, specifically, do not favor the poor man in judgment, and obviously not the rich. Uh, why is this so significant? Because. Uh, the French Revolution was based on social justice and the American on justice. We produced the freest society. They produced the guillotine. Uh, the, the battle is really between the Bible and the French Revolution, or if you will, the American Revolution, which was Bible-based, and the French Revolution. The reason the left came up with the term social justice is very logical. It has nothing to do with justice. They believe that if there's a poor guy and a rich guy in a courtroom, of course you favor the poor guy because mm-hmm. the rich guy could afford uh, could afford the money, whereas the poor guy can't afford to lose. The rich guy can, uh, but then what you have done is you have undermined justice. So it, that's why I, if there's one message of staggering significance, it would be in Deuteronomy, that would be uh, one of them. I gave the other one before about seeking God. Uh, but, you know, as, as long as you want me to give examples, I'll give you examples. Right. I mean, there is the example of neither sex may wear the clothing of the other sex. That's but, right. That's um, correct. I deal with that. And that, that that's proof of the uh, eternal relevance of these laws, because uh, we, we, we have contempt for that law today. Yeah, we do. We have, we have uh, drag queen story hours for kids. I just saw one from Denver where uh, this adult male wearing a women's clothing was undulating in front of these uh, six-year-old kids Jeez. and had boys do the same thing, wear girls' clothes and dance. This is this is evil. This is truly evil because nothing good comes from that. Nothing good comes from that. Chaos comes from it, and uh, that's another one of my theological yeah. uh, insights, if you will. That uh, what God did for six days, and I don't uh, whether you take day literally or not, is of no yeah, significance yeah, yeah. to me. Uh, I happen not to, but I don't care if you do. Anyway, what God did was not create. He created only a man, the great animals, and the world. It's the only time the word creation is used. What God did for six days is make order out of chaos. Chaos is the second verse of the Bible. And what the left is doing, the the people who loathe this Bible— and the Judeo-Christian values, they are undoing the divine order and making chaos. Yeah. All, all that the Lord does is just organize. That's he just organized right. things. Yeah. And, uh, and, and chaos, I mean, is the exact opposite of that. Um, wh- what do you say to, um, uh, what do you say to people who think that the Bible is just a series of religious fairy tales or, or worse, that, you know, all these laws, they're nothing but horror shows for women and, and uh, 
you know, anybody else. What they are is they're ignoramuses. They they obviously have not taken this seriously. That's why I'm I'm writing this. uh, Take take the women issue. You didn't ask uh, my favorite law in Deuteronomy. You asked the most significant. (laughs) I'm very literal. Uh, My favorite is is completely unknown. uh, Not completely, virtually completely. And uh, it blows my mind every time I read it. And here it goes. You're a soldier. You're an Israelite soldier. You have won the war. And you fancy a woman who belongs to the, the conquered people. So you may not touch her. If you want her, you bring her home. You don't touch her for 30 days while, and this is the words, while she mourns her parents. She must be left alone to cry, basically, for a month. If you still want her, you can only touch her if you marry her. This ban on rape in war and and this practical way of ensuring it, it says to the soldier, look, you want her, fine, but only as a wife. And only after you allow her the, 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 the mourning period for her family. That this was written in the late Bronze Age, 3,200 years ago, mm-hmm. is nothing short of mind-blowing. How do, you, um, how do you address people who say, you know, the Old Testament is a God of anger and vengeance and wrath um, and not of love? Well, that, that's, that's sim- similar ignorance. Yeah. First, love God is from the Old Testament. God loves you is from the Old Testament. Love your neighbor as yourself is from the Old Testament. I, I don't know why. I, I, it, it, the ability of people to say things that are based on nothing is is truly remarkable. <laughs> and and that, is a, that is about as a perfect an example. By the way, I like that God gets angry. Uh, I like if a parent gets angry. The question is whether the anger is justified. Correct. Not whether or not anger is justified. Anger is an important component of a decent life. I I have to tell you, you know, somebody said to me a long time ago, just for 30 days, just try to see God as your dad, just as your dad, not your dad, but a perfect dad. And you will understand how you are supposed to behave with your kids, etc. God, God wants all of his kids to return to him. He wants he loves all of us. And just like our own kids, he knows we're going to make mistakes and he's there to forgive. But he's not there to, you know, mend your boo boo if you're going to keep doing it over and over again. You have to learn from it and grow. Otherwise, you're going to get that boo-boo over and over and over again. You, you grow with him, and he doesn't enable. He, uh, he helps you grow. That's what a good parent That's does. Correct. In fact, the, uh, when, I, when I explain the Ten Commandments, which I do over thousands and thousands of words because they're the greatest moral code ever devised, uh, I, I show how important honor your father and mother is. And most people, even people who know the Bible, don't perhaps realize this. It's the only one of the Ten Commandments that says there will be a reward uh, if you observe it. And the reward is that you will live long on the land 
that I give you. In other mm. words, civilization is dependent upon parental authority. Jeez. That is why the left that is why the left hates parental authority and is doing everything it can to undermine it at this time because it, it, parental authority is the bulwark against totalitarianism. Every totalitarian regime begins with the the removal of parental authority. I mean, for people who don't believe in God, I, you know, things like this, especially as we're going into these, you know, dark times right now, you know, is it just a coincidence that everything is that is happening to us now um, is shown as don't do that and we're suffering pain from it and all of the things that the left is rejecting are all the things that he says do this and you won't have pain i mean it's is that just a coincidence the key to understanding the left is in the garden of eden the the serpent says to adam and eve Hey, listen, if you eat from the tree of knowledge, you'll be like God. You will know, which really means determine good and evil. And that, that, is the, that is why they hate the idea of a God who is a moral commander. They are their gods. They are the commanders. Either, that's why you have either the state or God as big. As the state gets bigger, God gets smaller. As God gets bigger, I'm talking about the West. I'm not talking about Islam, where God and, and, and state are one. But in, in our world, uh, it is one or the other. You either have a big God or a big state. And the founders understood that a big God, and they, all of them, including Jefferson and Franklin, who were not uh, doctrinaire uh, Christians, mm-hmm. they all understood uh, that that's the issue. Small state, big God. Do we, do knowing the way the Bible is just repeats itself over and over again, and when you read the Bible, you're like, what? Two pages ago, you guys were destroyed for doing this. What are you doing? Uh, and here we are doing it uh, exactly the same way. Uh, do we make it this time, Dennis, or we just have just too heavy of a price to pay? I, I never make predictions. I, I follow the, the model of the prophets. The prophets almost never predicted the future, contrary to what people think. By the way, the, the Hebrew word for prophet is spokesman. It, it's not even one who tells mm. the future. Mm. Prophet was, it was an unfortunate uh, term, but it, it is what it is. They, what they said was not this will happen, that will happen. They said, if you do this, then this will happen. So in that sense, I can predict with the certitude that I have that I am speaking to you at this time, that if we continue to make ourselves our own commanders, our own gods, that is the end of the society as we know it. Dennis, it's always good to talk to you. You are a, you're just a remarkable man. I have so much respect for you and, and everything you've done. You know, Prager that University by itself is is a, a lifetime's accomplishment but uh you not only have that but you have your radio show for so long and now the rational bible deuteronomy it's uh, book three in the series thank you so much dennis
God bless. God bless you. You bet. Thank Bye-bye. You. All right. So uh, Janet Yellen, maybe finally understanding the whole transitory inflation concept now is uh, is really not what's going on, uh, that the entire Treasury market is on the verge of seizing up. This is what they're talking about in Washington. This is what they're talking about in uh, in on Wall Street, a seizing up of the market. I haven't heard this kind of talk since 2008. Listen, there is um, there is a reason gold is in the Bible. It is the gold standard, because even back in the times with Moses, when the society needed to reset, it reset with gold and silver. I'm excited to announce the commemorative coin, the next one, second in the series, the Stand with God series. It uh, launched yesterday. I designed this depiction of the Mayflower and Moses parting the uh, sea on the back. Mayflower is on the front. This second in the series, um, and to celebrate the launch of this new product and to help support the clients, Goldline is including at no cost five silver rounds and five copper rounds with every tube of the new quarter ounce gold Mayflower commemorative. It is a beautiful, beautiful coin. 866-GOLDLINE is the phone number. Take advantage of this special today. It's 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Well, there's a lot of good news uh, today, I believe, in the poll numbers if people go out and vote. Um, even if they've voted early, there's some really good things that are coming from multiple states now that early voting, for instance, here it is in Texas, it's lagging behind, uh, you know, from the 2018 so in mm. s- some places, it's behind that. Wow. However, um, it's showing because they can now do, you know, data crunching. It's showing the places where the ballots are coming from. Mainly Republican. Yeah. So low turnout overall, really low turnout for Democrats and massive turnout for Republicans. To be clear, there was never one singular moment in which I believed Brett O'Rourke was going to win this race. But no. I mean, it looks worse than ever. I mean, he's, what is he going to do now? Who is he? His career. So what is he going to run for? He ran for Senate, lost, ran for president, was lost. laughed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now governor. Now governor I mean, yeah, I mean, this is what they do. They recycle these candidates that can come close in these states. It's what they, they're they attempting to do with Stacey Abrams, too. You know, she was this big rising star, and now she's behind by much more than she was last time she ran. Well, did you hear, though? Uh, there, there's a there's a new article out, What Happened to Stacey Abrams. you find it in our newsletter this morning, mm-hmm. our show prep. What Happened to Stacey Abrams? Come on. Racism. Oh, racism. I was going to go with yeah. uh, a fried... In fatty foods. <laughs> that was no. That's 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 not, Lizzo. Not, oh, Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. That's Lizzo. Uh, no, racism is what happened to her this time. Okay. You know the the Georgian people just couldn't handle it.
Oh my gosh. The Glenn Beck Program.